Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Life Audio. If you are feeling lost, if you are feeling held back by your past, if you're feeling overwhelmed by a dream that you have, then maybe you're holding back, chasing it down because you're afraid of failure or afraid of what other people will think. This podcast is for you. Pretty bold calling this one. Don't be afraid to suck. How to have a growth mindset by creating templates for your life to succeed with my good friend and Emmy winning journalist, Christina Mendonza. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforumc.org. Time to push through your fear of failure with my dear friend and Emmy Award-winning journalist, Christina Mendonza. Full disclosure, the title of this podcast kind of makes me nervous, but it came up so naturally during our lunch, it had to stick. Christina, I'm so glad you're here, and I think we can both admit that, yeah, 
We've both been afraid to suck. I'm so glad to be here, Amanda. I know this. I feel like this is just a carry on of our conversation over lunch. So this yes. is fun. Let me tell you how awesome Christina Mendonza is. She is an Emmy award-winning multimedia journalist, producer, spokesperson, speaker, and educator. She finished a documentary. It was nominated for an Emmy, COVID Lost and Learned. She's working on another documentary now. She has her own podcast called A Fresh Agenda. Check that out. And she has she's the founder of her own company, Mendonza Media, creates branded video content for businesses, nonprofits. And I got to meet with her. I had this little small stint of or I got to know her when I was working at KFBK, your day job, I guess I would call it. Would you call it your day job? My early morning job. My, yeah. my really early morning job. Yeah, Christina arrives at the office at 3.30 in the morning with full hair and makeup to do the news for 93.1 KFBK in Sacramento, which, by the way, is now number one in the market. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So Christina and I were out to lunch the other day talking about what our topic was going to be on this podcast, about how to encourage you to live a strong and courageous life. Christina is someone I look up to and respect very much, and that's why I wanted her so much to be on this podcast because she is a woman, a mother, very successful in her career, and a business owner. And I want to know your secrets. And of all things that came out during our conversation over lunch, I'm like, how have you been able to do all this stuff? She said, you just can't be afraid to suck. Right. And I said, that's it. That's the podcast. So, Christina, when were you afraid to suck or fail at something? And how did you get over it? (laughs) Well, there have been a lot of times I've been afraid to suck in my life. (laughs) But uh, the most recent was during my career transition. I mean, I had done uh, television for mm-hmm. almost 30 years, and I felt very confident in my skills as a journalist and a television journalist specifically. And I felt like, you know, I had that down, and it still was interesting and fun and all of that. But during my career transition, I thought, I want to start a business using these skills. So I wasn't afraid to suck with the skills that I had that I've been developing over 30 years. I was afraid to suck in how do I get this business going? How do I incorporate? How do I find the right people to help me? How do I know when to grow? How do I know what to uh, uh, spin off to other people and what I needed to focus on as a business owner? How do I set up that structure? And, and that was, you know, a little bit, um, that was disconcerting as I kind of walked my way through it. But what I found is I found some great mentors, men and women. I found some excellent templates uh, for how to do it. And I just thought, you know what, I can't be afraid to suck at this. I just have to try to set it up. And if uh, something fails, then I'll learn from it and I'll go on. And I think it's that growth, not being afraid to suck is a growth mindset, in yeah. that I, I have something to learn, I still can learn, and I'm not stuck in my old ways just using the same things that have gotten me this far in life. I really like that. I know that I have battled this fear of failure in my life. For example, I just signed a book deal, Get Your Brave On's coming out August of 2023, and now I'm realizing, oh my gosh, what if nobody likes it? What if it sucks? <laughs> <laughs> But whenever I had that fear of failure, I remember back in the days when I did competitive weightlifting and I learned. 
I learned about celebrating failure because that's what weightlifters do. They keep packing on the pounds at the bar. They lift it. If they succeed, they put more weights on it. And then if they fail at a lift, the whole gym applauds because that means they found out how far they could push themselves and the one thing they need to work on. That's a beautiful uh, analogy to you know what we do in our careers and our professional lives. It really is. Have you dealt with that, almost even putting certain goals off because of a fear of failure? Well, and, and sometimes, I, I, you know, that stuff gets put on the back burner as we're raising kids mm-hmm. and, you know, earning a living and all of that. And I think as our kids get older, I know you're not quite an empty nester yet. I found that my um, empty nest hood, uh, which started in 2020, um, was a, a renaissance time for me, really. Ooh. I mean, as my kids got older. I think, you know, in your early 20s, as your starting career, your mm-hmm. career, you're afraid to suck and you're, you yeah. have that imposter syndrome. I have a, a daughter in her early 20s that's going through this right now. And we talk all the time about how do you navigate through that as you start to pick up more skills um, and start to feel less like an imposter, but more like, you know, this need to perform. How do you navigate? And then I think we face it again in midlife when Same. we decide to make a career change or the kids are mm-hmm. out and you, you have time now to pursue that book you've wanted to write mm-hmm. or that documentary you've wanted to film. <laughs> uh, and, and I think if you have a growth mindset, um, then, then you can get over it. And how do we develop that growth mindset? Well, I think yeah. there, there are several ways. Weightlifting is a great way. Uh, the physical mental connection, I think, um, works well together. So mm-hmm. uh, I like to run. And I've always found that the first mile sucks. The first mile just sucks. <laughs> It just does. My, my legs feel like lead mm-hmm. and, you know, my breathing isn't uh, where it needs to be. But as you, as you move along and once I hit my second mile, I've got my pacing and I'm feeling good. Same, you know, maybe with weightlifting, that first set is uh, not the best. And then the second mm-hmm. set feels a little bit better and you have that muscle memory. And I think the same thing works for us in our professional lives. If you're used to feeling uncomfortable at first, but know it'll smooth out then you have the courage to try. Oh, I'm going to steal that from you. <laughs> have the courage to try. It's like that scene in We Bought a Zoo, 15 Seconds of Courage. Yes, I love that. My husband uses that with his student. Does he, do okay. he does, yes. So remember that if there's something you really want to do, but you're afraid to start, maybe because you're afraid of people's opinions, that's my heart for you, my brave babe listening, because I know what it was like when I first became a single mom. I just thought my life was over, but I had this tribe of friends that held me up, put me back together, gave me the courage to try, as Christina says. And I asked, what could I ever do to repay you? And they said, just go do it for somebody else. So that's what Get Your Brave On is. This podcast, Christina and I are your cheerleaders. So Christina, did you have a fear of what other people's opinions would be about you when you did your first documentary? Did you think, oh no, what if I suck? Right. I mean, and you don't know, right? So until you actually create it and put it out in the world, you don't know. And I think, I mean, you made a really important point about, you know, people who may be watching and listening to this who are at a low point in their life. I mean, having someone you can talk to about that or a podcast you can listen to or something inspiring uh, to turn to, whether it's, you know, friends or scriptures or, you know, whatever it is, um, is so important to be able to admit that to yourself and to others 
it's okay to be vulnerable and say to a, a friend, yeah. things aren't going well right now. And yeah. I'm not really sure what to do. And I'm thinking on it and um, praying on it and, and talking to friends about it. I think it's important to be able to admit that to yourself and admit it to other people. Um, because what you'll find is that you do have a support system that wants to come around you and help you. Um, and it can come sometimes from the most unusual places. I mean, uh, I, as I was starting my business, I found uh, people that I had uh, met maybe just in the happenstance phoning me up and saying, let's have lunch. I have some ideas for you. I have some like, and you could like them or not like them, but I have some ideas and that was so encouraging. And so, yeah. uh, and you never know what, where it's going to come from, but it's okay to be vulnerable and admit, I don't know exactly the path right now. I don't. I love that. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Where to find that inspiration that you need to get to the next level in life? That's next. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis people who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Back with Christina. So what is it that inspires you? Oh, other entrepreneurs, I'm, I kind of fangirl over. I, cause I, I really do. I like to, I like to know people's strategy. How did they do that? How did they had, what is the template they built for their success? And how do I replicate that and add my own twist? And I think that's why I focus on them so much in my podcast, because I like to find out what people's strategy is, how they think. Um, and how their their philosophy um, informs their decisions. So I took a lot of inspiration from that. I read a lot of, you know, every like self-development book. <laughs> My husband and I both read those. We rip through yeah. those every time there's a new one. I can't wait to read yours once it's out. Thanks. Um, I'd be honored. I, I think that's really valuable. Uh, and, and just pulling inspiration from different parts of your life and seeking it. Most of us know it's not going to come knocking on the door. You have to seek it. And it's not hard to find. Inspiration is everywhere. How about right now? Christina, so there's someone that's maybe a little lost without some direction or afraid they have this big dream and they don't know how to take the first step what's the first thing that they can do develop a, an appetite for problem solving i think that's another huge benefit i remember when i wanted to start a podcast i didn't have really the right equipment at home so i went online and let some 14 year old on youtube teach me <laughs> what i need what i needed to get i love that <laughs> how to set it up how to produce it and, and figured out a way to do it with very little equipment at home. So I think you have to have that passion for problem solving as well. 
Okay, Christina, I know one of the ways that you problem solve is during lunch you said that life is about creating a bunch of templates, making them your own, and replicating that. Teach us how you do that. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. When I say templates, I use templates to problem solve. So uh, for instance, like, you know, 20 years ago, I was helping some people start a business and they said, you know, you're a journalist, can you write a business plan? And I was like, oh, never written a business plan. (laughs) So I I went out and I looked at different templates for a business plan and Mm -hmm. chose one and put my own twist on it. And that's probably the most simplistic Mm -hmm. Um, uh, explanation of how I've used a template in the past, but I use them going forward, like things that worked for me in my career. I think, okay, what can I take that worked for me in my career, building a career as a journalist that can apply to business? You know, what, what, how, how do I, the the way I built my career as a journalist, uh, the Mm -hmm. con, how I made contacts, um, you know, how I identified what markets I wanted to be in, uh, how, you know, how I decided on an agent, you know, those kinds of decisions Mm -hmm. I then tried to apply to my business life. And in that way, I built a template that I then reused. And I think that our problem solving in life or how we get a career, how we find love, um, how we fulfill our spiritual life, how we parent, all of that. Um, we build our own templates and then we can use them for other things in our life. Oh, I'm getting it. I, I think I probably did that with how I operated when I was a single mom with three young children. It's like I had to create my own parenting template because the one that I thought I was going to use with two parents in the same household wasn't going to fit. So I had to create my unique ways. And now that's probably how it can become so effective and multitasking now at work. I was able to parent three kids on my own with a specific routine that I wrote down. And now I implemented that same strategy with a routine for doing a morning radio show in Sacramento, then a syndicated show every single day and a podcast and running a website. Yes. It's interesting. So maybe do you think that if your life is going down one path and all of a sudden you've got a plot twist and the path suddenly changes, you struggle because you don't know what template to implement i think expectations that comes down to what we others expectations of us and i think the older we get the more of those we shed thank goodness oh yeah (laughs) Uh, but i do think that we have built up in our mind you know we can't use other people's templates right we have to build our own and use our own um so i think that has to do with dropping expectations that others may have on you Yep. So what kind of expectations have you had to drop? I um, raised my children in a community with extremely involved um, moms at school. Mm -hmm. So uh, my template was not uh, the volunteer in class, go on all the field trips, um, you know, be the mom that's there all the time helping in the classroom and or even picking up my kids from school. 
or Those being them, home yeah. every night for dinner. That wasn't my template. So, and, and sometimes I struggled with the expectations that I thought others had of me. You know, when I'd walk in a half an hour late to the recital yep. because I was finishing the newscast, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and I, and I felt bad. And I, so I did, I struggled with that sometimes when it came to being a mom and, you know, luckily I, I married someone who uh, we've never had normal schedules together, like since we've met and we're, you know, we've but that's met. your normal. Yeah. But that's our normal, right? <laughs> it's absolutely normal for me to get up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, or, you know, or him to be coming to bed at two o'clock in the morning when he was managing yeah. the bar. So, I mean, it's just like, we've never really had a normal schedule and you know what, our kids are well-adjusted and, uh, you know, we've been able to keep the therapy bills to a minimum. So that's good. Okay. Big fan of therapy. I struggled with that, too, as a single parent. I had to realize the picture-perfect family is attainable. You just have to realize that the contents of everyone's picture is different. Maybe it's just being confident in the template that you're creating for your success. So my template was different. Your template was different. What was it about yours that helped you out? I was lucky because I found a mother's group. We could all meet early in the day and have coffee. You know, we started when our kids were little in that group of women. I, there was no judgment. Um, some were stay at home moms, some worked from home, some worked outside the home. And I, I think you need to find your tribe. That's yeah. I mean, definitely got to find your tribe. And sometimes it takes some looking. Um, but you can find them. They're there because there are yep. other people that whose temples are similar to yours and, mm -hmm. and you just have to look for them and you can find that inspiration. So I really did seek out like a group of women early on uh, later, you know, as we all kind of went our separate ways and kids were going separate ways, it was a little bit, you know, there was, there was a few years there where I didn't have a lot of female friends. Um, but as my kids got older again, I went out and sought them. And, and now, I mean, I feel like I've got a really great group of uh, professional women that I know and love and um, have lunch with, you know, every yeah. month and, and feel supported by. Well, that's Ubuntu. Okay. So Christina, I heard about this crazy thing from an NBA coach. It's an African term and I'm not sure if it's pronounced this way, but I'm going to say it like this, Ubuntu. Okay. It means humanity. I am because we are the universal bond of a team. The coach put this philosophy into place because there was like big stars on the team that didn't care about the rest of the team and things weren't fair. So they practice Ubuntu where they were a group. And even if a player got on the plane after a game to go back home and he only had food for himself, everyone's like, hey, where's Ubuntu? You got to think of everybody. And we're in this together. I would love for women to do more of that Ubuntu philosophy, to be together and help each other out instead of competing with each other all the time. Did you experience a lot of that in TV news, more of a competition among women instead of lifting each other up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, early on, especially, I mean, as you know, in broadcasting um, and in television broadcasting specifically, where, uh, you know, your look is so much a part of it. Absolutely. I felt competition. And it was, it's, it's lonely to feel that kind of competition, but, you know, you're striving, trying to get that seat for, you know, whatever newscast mm -hmm. is up in the air and someone else gets it and you're wondering why, and, you know, but I've broken these stories and I've done those stories. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there is that. And then, 
And then even as I moved along, there was, you know, professional, I wouldn't say jealousy, but more like envy, you know, when I'd see someone that uh, wrote a book or yes. uh, got a network uh, position, you know, mm-hmm. I'd be like, wow, you know, that, uh, I wonder what that would feel like. That would be amazing. Um, but then as I, as I aged through that, I, I realized, you know, I made certain decisions and gave up certain opportunities because I wanted my life to look a certain way. So I, um, early on was offered, uh, an opportunity to go to the network and, but it was going to mean moving to new, my family to New York. It was going to mean overnights. And I thought to myself, you know, what's more important to me is, is, you know, being at the network more important, or is it more important to have a healthy marriage and happy children? Good for you. That must have been really hard. It was, but I don't know what it is about me. Maybe I just lack the ambition it takes to get to to get to that network chair. But I thought, no, it's more important to me to have a happy marriage and healthy children because that that seat is never owned. It's leased. And 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 there will be someone just right down the road that'll be that they will replace me with. I mean, you are so ultimately replaceable in broadcasting. I mean, it's really it's really kind of a masochistic existence. (laughs) You really are replaceable. I mean, anyone's replaceable, but especially in this in this um, industry, you really are. The fact that I spent 22 years at one television station is amazing. I mean, that's like unheard of. That doesn't happen. So I feel really fortunate that I did that. And, and fortunately I got to do it in my hometown. And, you know, when I get opportunities to go elsewhere, I'd look at my life and say, what's missing that this opportunity would give me, would it give me a better, like, um, you know, is it financially better? Is it going to help me grow? Is it going to make my family happier? Is it going to, is it going to, to, to bring a wealth of anything to my life? And each, each of the opportunities I was offered at that time, I thought, no, it's not. I have a happy marriage. I have healthy children. I have enough opportunity and um, excitement in my in my current position. I get to do the kinds of stories I want to do. I have enough mm-hmm. like power in my position. I have enough money in my position. I was really happy to be doing it in a community where I grow, grew up. Um, and that meant a lot to me. So, you know, I think we make choices in life. And I think you have to uh, make the best decision you can with the information you have. And don't look back. That's one thing also I don't do. I don't I don't look back. Wow. See, I know that I struggle with that. I'd like to say that I don't, but I know that I do. Um, because I think sometimes we look at our past and our mistakes and spiritually, I think, well, I'm not perfect. So that counts me out of God really being able to use me because of the divorce or I've had job loss too in this crazy media world. How do you get past those times when you failed? You sucked. (laughs) I think early on, I had an agent, a really good agent who said to me, you know, never believe your own press, whether it's good or bad. Don't believe it. Don't take it too much to heart. I've always been kind of a stoic kind of person. So in fact, my husband um, laughs at me because he's, he's like, he's like, you, you never are like super high or super low. 
you're just kind of like in this, nice. like in the center. And I think that's, that's partially just my personality. I just tend to be pretty stoic about stuff. So I don't get too upset about stuff. Uh, and I don't get too excited about stuff either. So um, I, I kind of took that to heart early on for my agent and thought, you know, whatever happens, I'm going to do what I think is best um, uh, for the viewer or listener, uh, mm-hmm. what I think um, makes sense based on the information that I have. And I'm not going to worry too much about decisions I made that could have gone one way or the other. I don't know. I do think that in we are being guided you know, yes, there's free will. Yes, we can make decisions. But I think in large part, we're being guided through the lessons that that we need to learn that God wants us to learn. When I'm trying to make a decision about something, I, I just try to sit back and listen to my inner voice and say, okay, is this decision going to help me grow? Is this opportunity going to help me grow? Um, and can I move forward with no regrets by making this decision? Does that make sense? Oh, that's so good. Yes. And not limiting yourself because you were so afraid. Oh, no. What if I fail? What if I suck at this? Right. And I failed. I've sucked it so much. (laughs) But I but, you know, when I suck at it, I'm like, okay, do I want to learn how to be better at it? Or am I going to leave that alone and do something else? Yeah, I love the phrase failure is not a tattoo. It's just a bruise. It's going to heal. Right, right. And I think not taking stuff so personally personally i mean it's hard i mean obviously in a relationship you take it personally in a business relationship you take it personally when you know i was at my last uh television station and my contract wasn't renewed i took it personally for about this much until i could like kind of widen out and see the bigger picture i mean i and i try to when i i mentor a lot of young broadcast people who say oh you know my news director doesn't like me or you know, the general manager doesn't like me. And I I try to help them widen out and see the bigger picture, try to manage up as much as, you know, you manage down, manage Mm -hmm. up and manage self. And if you can widen out and see the bigger picture, what your boss is dealing with, what the company's dealing with, then, I mean, it's still going to hurt, but it won't feel so personal. You'll be able to reframe it once you have a bigger picture. That's good advice. So how do you do like Ubuntu now and not compete with other women, but support other women? Well, I, you know, I think just like in my personal relationships with women and my good friends that I've known for years, I just try to be there to listen and, and help them reflect that they have issues in their life or have problems in their life. I try not to offer too much advice. I just try to listen um, and reflect back to them, help them work through things that way. Uh, professionally, I love to collaborate and brainstorm and and discuss. I mean, you know that just from our couple of lunches yes. together. We do that really well. I just had a great lunch yesterday with uh, a woman who owns a similar business as mine. Um, and, and we had a great time collaborating on something, you know, something for one of her projects she's working on. She helped me think of ways to improve something I'm working on. So that is what turns me on these days. I, I love that. I love, um, I love helping people brainstorm and come up with ideas on the things that they most want to do. And Christina, you're fantastic at that. I appreciate you. And I have this goal of being 1% more brave every single day because you don't just wake up wearing the Wonder Woman cape. It's a practice that you make a daily habit out of. Right. So maybe if you're a little lost or facing a plot twist and you're just unsure of, you got a goal, you're kind of afraid of what people are thinking about if you go chase it down, you could start by just doing 1% more brave. Kind of like I did. 
I reached out to Christina, I sent her text, I just thought, hey, maybe she'd agree to have lunch with me because she's someone I look up to and respect. I bet you have that person in your life and you can talk to them about, hey, what is your template for success? What's working for you? Can you give me some tips and some help here? And we can all practice that Ubuntu philosophy. What's good for one is good for all of us. I mean, you can start with just a text. Hey, want to go get some tacos? Yeah. And if you're the one that gets a text like that of somebody wanting your advice, say yes. Agree. And you know, when I was starting my business, um, and and every year I kind of, and I know you do the same. I think you've told me you do this. You pick a theme for yourself for every year. I do. So I had like 2018 was my year of yes. I said yes to everything. Everything, every collaboration. I was so busy. My husband was like, you're going to kill yourself. You're working so much, but I was having fun. I was like, I was learning and growing and I just said yes to everything. And, uh, and I think, you know, having a year like that, where you, where you set your mindset at the beginning of the year, or the middle of the year, whenever yeah. I'm going to just say yes to whatever comes along. Even if you're like, Oh, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to, you know, MC yeah. this event or do this thing, you know, just, you know, take a certain amount of time, say yes to everything because the people that it exposes you to, um, are different. They're people that you may or may not need in your life, but there are people who will teach you things, show you things and show you possibilities for your life. That's what we all need to see. That's, I think what makes you brave when you see the possibility of Mm -hmm. what could be. Yeah. Instead of limiting yourself because you're afraid to suck or afraid to fail. And instead of thinking that bad thing that happened to you is the end of you, maybe it could be the thing that makes you. I mean, that's my experience. I thought that that moment I became a single mom with three little kids that God could never use me again in ministry. I was just going to be canceled, but it wasn't. It actually ended up being the thing that made me focus more in my career and create a ministry to help people be more brave because I was teaching myself in the process. Christina, do you agree? I think sometimes the worst thing that happens to us actually becomes the best thing. Oh, truly. Truly. We've talked about this. I mean, in leaving my last position, I probably should have left five years before I did. (laughs) And I really, I, when I look at it and look about, look at, uh, how happy I am now and fulfilled in professionally and, and, and having my business, which I had dreamed about starting a business for years. I mean, I, I look at it now and I think, wow. So yeah, if you are listening or watching and you're in that time of your life right now where you're thinking, oh my gosh, this, my world is caving in and ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to be there and mourn a little bit, but then put your head up and start looking because yeah. it means something else is coming and you better be ready for it. Create some templates. You know, I've got actually one template without realizing it, Christina. I have one available. Shameless plug at getyourbraveon.info. I created a template to start my mornings every morning instead of focusing on all that's bad. And I put it all together for you. You can fill it out. Download it for free at getyourbraveon.info. And you fill out things that you're grateful for every day. You're going to write your I am statements, positive things, your dream, the date you want to accomplish it by. And then you write down pathways that you're going to do. And then there's even a spot for like 20 minutes of prayer and meditation, writing down what you did. I also have a daily planner sheet that will help you fill it out. And you choose one brave thing a day just to keep you on track. Again, it's free. Just download it at getyourbrave on.info. Christina, anything else that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share about 
how we can get our brave on? I would just say have have at least one, but try to have a few people in your life that you really consider your tribe, people that you could be vulnerable with and tell anything to. Um, have have you know make the effort to make some professional friends who will collaborate with you and help improve upon your ideas and people that you can help a bit on their journey. Uh, so I would suggest that and surround yourself as much as you can, especially with the news of the day and everything that's going on in the world, surround yourself with as much positivity as possible. You need that. It's like, it'll juice your batteries um, because you need that optimism to propel yourself forward. You need that. It's crucial. Yes. So fill yourself with goodness as much as you can and positivity wherever you get that. Really good advice. So where do you get that? What are some books that you could recommend to the Brave Babes? I, I liked um, the seven habits of highly effective. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restriction supply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. To people. That's a great one. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. Um, I like um, Leadership, the New Science. Ooh. That's a good one, too. Um, and that's really interesting, like kind of the analogies that um, that, that author draws between leadership and, and actually and, and scientific principles. So that one's really interesting, too. Uh, I love anything by Daniel Pink. Daniel mm -hmm. Pink is fantastic, too. Oh, and I'm reading right now. Um, if you if you are thinking about starting your own business or mm -hmm. or need, needing some inspiration, the four hour work week. Okay, that one is officially now next on my list. So if we want to know more about the amazing Christina Mendonza, where should we go? Yes, yeah, so you can just go to mendonzamedia.com and that's my website. That's the best touch point to make contact with me. You can also check me out on any of the socials. I'm at Mendonza on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most active. Okay. And uh, and then also I'm on Twitter and, and that sort of thing. And Facebook, of course, too. And LinkedIn. Awesome. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear, uh, you know, what you found valuable here. And, uh, and yeah, so reach out. Yeah. She really means that. So take her up on the offer. And if there's anything in this podcast that really helped you, that was very meaningful to you, would you let us know by writing a review? That is extremely helpful. The more reviews that Get Your Brave On has, the more lives we can impact because Apple sends it out to more people, have this goal of reaching 10,000 lives this summer with Get Your Brave On, the podcast to inspire more people to live a strong and courageous life. It would be amazing if you wrote that review and you can download the free Brave Life Planner, the template that I came up with at getyourbraveon.info. Christina, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad to be here. Also wanted to say thank you so much to the team at lifeaudio.com. Check them out for more faith-based podcasts. They have podcasts on Bible study, prayer, parenting, and more. Just go to lifeaudio.com and get your brave on. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. 
Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.